It's just ordinary blokes. Hey guys, and welcome back to the only podcast that makes you wonder, does he care more about the intro music than the actual content itself? It's Chicken and Rice Radio, and I'm your host, The Trainer Seven, coming at you live from the hedgehog room in my, my house, where we keep the temperature at a steady 78 degrees, and so it's, it's a little toasty in here. But anyway, just to keep it somewhat still about fitness, not just nutrition, I wanted to give you a quick tip about something that you can introduce into your workouts. And something that people talk about when they work out is often called the mind-muscle connection, where when you're working out, you're really trying to target that muscle, especially if you're trying to, let's say, if you're you know, trying to get bigger arms or bigger legs, then you really want to focus on those body parts while you're working on them. So I have a little exercise that you guys could try on your own. Maybe you're sitting at your office and you might look weird doing it. But uh, all I want you to do is hold your arm out perpendicular to your body as if you're going to do a barbell curl, right? Palm up and just try to lift your arm by only using your bicep. So you're, you're thinking about your bicep, the muscle obviously on the front of your arm. Only using that muscle can you lift your arm. And if you feel the tension in your arm is just getting tighter, but you're not necessarily lifting your arm, that's, that's what I'm talking about. So let's imagine now that you have a weight in your hand and you're going to do a barbell curl. So targeting the biceps having that weight in your hand, if you realize that just the tension got tighter, well, you've got the antagonist muscle, the uh, triceps, which are on the back of your arms. That's actually providing you quite a bit of resistance as well. So if you put a weight in your hand and you are focusing on your biceps, you could also use your triceps to create additional tension. And it's a good way to focus on how you can manipulate your mindset as you're targeting a muscle because then when you're lifting that weight and you're just thinking about your biceps but also creating that tension with your triceps it makes it significantly harder to actually lift the weight and then when you're thinking about it it's also um it's uh, it's also more difficult so when you see trainers in the gym and they're working with people say they're doing a lat pull down exercise where they're sitting in a seat hands are above their head and they're pulling this bar down it's obviously on a cable but they're pulling it down to about their chest sometimes you'll see a trainer and they'll touch the muscle that they're targeting on their back like physically touch them because that puts the person who's actually working out that moves their brain to target that area for whatever reason so just putting your your mind into the muscle is why they call it mind muscle connection but it is something that you can try especially for certain muscles that are harder to hit so i don't expect anybody to really be able to target their rhomboids effectively without first trying to train but your rhomboids are muscles that are kind of in the middle of your back on the top so you can actually hit that muscle without any weights if you know how to contract them more with your mind. And that takes a lot of practice, but it is something that I wanted you to try out. So say you're say you're about to do a squat or something like that and you're you're trying to hit your legs. 
something that you can do is just tighten up your legs before you go down on the squat and then keeping your your mind on your legs as you go up can really create a lot of tension so then you find yourself lifting a lot less weight but having a lot more effective workout the benefits of that is mostly the damage that you do over time to your your joints and your ligaments it it decreases substantially and and it creates a lot more longevity in your training so if somebody was going to ask me who you know if you were a football player and you were trying to get like the most passes in the NFL completed and that's your goal to break that record well the only way you're going to break that record and be the best is if you can consistently throw passes maybe every game for a long time and that's that's the goal it's really just how long can I do this without hurting myself so so anyway let's move on uh and I'll, and I'll probably throw in some some fitness tips here and there I should probably just do a podcast on it but there's a couple things that I really wanted to hit on before we get into the really training aspects and there's some really good information that I could cover but really it's about getting everything to move in the same direction so you've got a lot of resistance that come at you from every angle say if you're you know a spider sitting in the middle of a spider web and you tick off one little one little thing on the edge they're still kind of sitting in the middle but they move in one direction it's kind of hard to explain but if everything that you have is moving in the right direction whether it's your mindset you know addiction stress diet motivation lack of sleep hormones lack of feedback you know from your peers um, you know fear of humiliation there's a lot of things that could hold you back but as long as you can get most of those things to go in the right direction when you hit resistance over time it's gonna be a lot easier for you to continue moving forward and that's one of the reasons why trainers like myself often say hey make sure you take a progress photo because if you've been working out for six months and you look at yourself every day in the mirror you're not gonna see it unless you've got those pictures to look back on and be like oh yeah well my waist looks smaller here you know and, and that kind of thing because sometimes it takes a while so what you eat literally becomes the cells in your body over time and who you are today is completely different from who you are seven years ago and who you will be seven years from now so eating the right foods is going to literally change your body into what you want it to be but it also helps when you have a decent diet a decent program uh, if you're exercising definitely helps so that long-term benefit you might not see for quite a while but what I do want to emphasize is that some cells only take three months like your blood cells to to regenerate and remake themselves so I guess what I'm really getting at is that you should have a little bit of patience and sometimes the trainers trying to find what your biggest thing is that's keeping you say on the center of the spider web you know what what's the biggest thing that I could tick off that's gonna move you in the right direction and sometimes it's just mindset you know I've, I've seen people be overweight for 10 or 20 years of their life 
and and they're always saying oh i need to get in shape and i need to do that and eventually they just tell you you know maybe this is just the way that i am and i don't think that that's the right way to think about it they just haven't found what really works for them and a lot of times it's what's lying underneath the surface i think that those people should really look into their hormones and see if well maybe i'm you're not diabetic but maybe you've got really low testosterone or something along those lines that could really be improved and and I even think that women should should test their testosterone as well because when you have low testosterone you're going to experience the same thing as a man who has low testosterone so something that I've been bringing up to a few people is I follow this guy on Instagram his name is John Gorman and he has a fit, fitness supplement company that he just started called Fatty Nutrition, and he has this supplement called Hormone Optimizer. It's a natural testosterone booster. I think it also helps out with cortisol, which is your stress hormone, and other things like that. What he he, he had a client who tested his blood, and essentially his testosterone level went from 450 to about 600 just by taking this natural uh, testosterone supplement but if you look at the ingredients of the supplement itself it's actually like 90% d-aspartic acid and if you go online search up d-aspartic acid you can actually get that for a low cost um, I got a little bottle for uh, 15 bucks on walmart.com but uh, but here's the thing you can overwork yourself into a corner on the testosterone front so there's an inverse relationship between stress or cortisol stress and testosterone so if you've got really high stress usually you've got really low testosterone and if you've got high testosterone you've usually got low stress so the reason why I bought it was because I've got so I worked out seven days in a row and I took one day off and then seven days in a row and took one day off seven days in a row took one day off and then I worked out 11 days in a row and then I took two days off worked out the next day took two days off and I just couldn't really get back into the swing of things it's been like that for quite a while and then my my grandpa actually passed away um, probably two weeks ago from the time of recording this I think I just found myself in this funk where I just couldn't really get the motivation to get up and do my normal routine, um, whether it's because I didn't really feel like it, you know, my, my grandpa just passed away and there's a bit of depression that comes with that, I guess, but after taking it for four or five days now, I gotta say, I feel way, way better, way more motivated, and it's just, it's something that I recommend. If you think that you have low testosterone, obviously you could WebMD the symptoms, but, you know, fogginess of mind, just not having a whole lot of motivation to do much, I would look into it. There's a lot of people that I think probably have low testosterone, and there's different ways that you could boost it, including exercise and diet. I would probably go towards exercise and diet first, but you can also overtrain to get too much cortisol, too much stress in your in your life is also a point that I'm making. Unless you're on steroids, 
then there's that possibility and you run that risk of overtraining, overworking. Maybe you've been dieting for a really long time, so you're losing weight and then your body's going to be under a lot of stress at that point too. So once again, that's called D-aspartic acid and you don't need to pay a lot of money for these supplements. You really just got to read the bottle and say, hey, what is you know the main ingredient in this and you could get pretty good effects and I'm not saying that it's going to be a hundred percent but I'll tell you from my own experience that that seems to be one way that I could save money and then also get some positive benefits from those supplements as well without paying you know 50 bucks for a month of this testosterone booster or whatever I paid 14 bucks and it'll last me a month and a half but it's really just to get me out of the funk. It's not supposed to make me super jacked. So natural testosterone levels, I'm not sure if I mentioned this because I said his levels went from 450 to 600. Natural testosterone levels, if you're not on steroids, for a healthy male should be between about 350, which is really on the low end, to about 1100. And then somebody who's on steroids you would expect to see someone between about 1200 to even up to 2400 depending on how much they take really it's you know you're going to see a lot of side effects at that point so definitely I don't recommend taking steroids or anything like that but I would just say if you ever do get tested and you see a number that is below 350 that I would definitely talk to your doctor and say hey you know, should I be considering taking supplements? Should I be trying to get into shape? Should I try to, you know, um, fix my diet or whatever? These are things to look out for just in terms of your health. And so I guess it's all relevant, but I really got sidetracked on that. So today the, the topic is about having the, the, the best mindset that's going to push you forward. And so I probably touched on a lot of these topics because I take show notes before I do this. So, yeah. So if you're failing at losing weight um, and you're having a hard time hitting your goals, then there's most likely something that's holding you back uh, or keeping you from moving in the right direction. And, you know, at a certain point, it requires a bit of self-reflection to identify the issues that might be holding you back as well as a trainer where we can't always figure out what the hell it is. And, you know, we're trying, we're trying our best and sometimes it takes us a while, but we got to find those pieces of the puzzle. So if there's something that's not quite right in your life, then it's something that you need to fix because that keeps your stress high. When your stress is high, obviously it's going to be harder to lose weight. That's kind of like when you, maybe you don't sleep that much. It feels really, you know, like everything you eat is you're, you're just pounding on fat. It's probably true, you know, and if you really pay attention to the way that you feel, trying to eliminate different things in your life that, that are really stressful is is key. And let's see, if all you go home and, you, and all you want to do is, is sit on the couch and eat junk food, then, then that's a problem. And uh, it sounds obvious when you say it that way, but the problem is, is that's how you're rewarding yourself for having put in your eight hours or whatever. But now you associate junk food with reward and junk food with relaxation, junk food uh, to deal with stress, and, and that's kind of the wrong way to go about it. So what you need to do is to develop another way to reward yourself for working hard for eight hours and then uh, deal with stress and so on. 
So for some people, it's going on a walk, as long as the walk itself isn't stressful, or you don't get stressed out thinking about, oh, I got to go on a walk, then generally, you know, and there's, there's going to be a point where you have to sort of like force yourself to do something that you don't really want to do until you develop a habit. But if you tell yourself at the beginning of the day, like if you're somebody who makes a list, like, okay, I got to do this groceries, I got to do that. But if you throw that workout or that walk onto your list of things that you have to do, it becomes a lot easier and a lot more part of the day. But I definitely wouldn't recommend putting it off to the last thing that you have to do because then you're just not going to do it. So for me, it's after I get off work, all right, I got to hit the gym, I got to, you know, get my protein, you know, that kind of thing. If there's other things I have to do, I do them, but it's also just a part of my routine. So, yeah, you know, anyway, but yeah, a lot of people were thinking when, when I got my, my dad tools for his birthday that maybe that was weird or something like that, but there's something to be said for having a, like, small win here and there so if just fixing something in your life that maybe it's uh, you know a door that's creaking or or whatever if you have the ability to fix that then you feel good when you fixed it and it's kind of like that when you work out where okay maybe I didn't get in shape this one time but I got a little bit of reward out of that and maybe maybe it doesn't feel great when you're doing it but afterwards you know especially if you've done like cardio or something, you get this sort of good feeling from it. And, uh, you know, when you're done at least, and, and that's something that I really like, and that's something that I find rewarding. So sometimes, you know, you got to kind of find those small wins and then feel good about it. It's not just about, okay, now I got to fix this thing that's been bothering me. That sucks. I hate fixing things. Yeah. I'm not very good with tools, that kind of stuff. It's more about like the end result, right? Like you don't want this thing to bother you, so fix it. You got like a lot of laundry that you have to do. Okay, maybe spend a day doing laundry. You don't really have to, you know, work out every single day. And that's not what I'm trying to tell you. What I'm trying to say is there's, if you think of a yin yang, there's chaos and order, right? So everything that you do, uh, whether it's tying your shoes, doing the dishes, cleaning your room, going to work, say you're an accountant, you know, crunching numbers, doing whatever, everything that you're doing is you're changing chaos into order. And the more things in your life that are orderly, the better when it comes to stress, at least, and finding this balance and happiness and whatnot. If you're not always thinking about, oh, I've got all these things that I have to do and I don't want to do it and it doesn't feel great. If you feel good about doing those things once you're done, that's a win. Okay, and then, I mean, you can imagine my house is pretty clean right now because I always think about, oh man, I gotta do this little thing and this little thing and this little thing, and yeah, it's work. But you know what? It's a lot less work than letting it build up into this thing that is a lot of chaos that I don't wanna deal with. And the more it builds up and the bigger it is, the less you wanna deal with it, right? So say your health is in a bad position. Is it just something you don't wanna deal with? like a little bit of maintenance goes a really long way and something about you know changing oil keeping the engine clean it's a lot cheaper to change the oil than it is to change the engine right so just do it you know it's, it's just one of those things so it's it's like that with exercise you just kind of gotta do it and 
And uh, sometimes you don't always want to do it, but you know, you just, that's a part of your day. You told yourself you do it, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot every single day. And then you know what? Eventually you'll start to see a change in your body and you'll start to feel good about it. And I feel like that's a, a good thing when it comes to not only fitness, but like just in, in life in general. So if you've got like, like I don't have a kid, but like, say you had a kid and they grew up and they're on their own and they weren't, their health was bad, right? And they're feeling like, I don't really want to go to the doctor, you know, whatever. I, you know, I feel all right. I don't want to go to the doctor about this thing. And then they give you a prescription when you do go. And then, oh, I don't want to take my meds and, oh, I don't want to, you know, that kind of thing. Everybody knows that guy who doesn't really like take care of themselves, but like, I know that as a person, I can take care of myself well enough that if I need to go to a doctor, I can go to a doctor. If I need to take my meds every Thursday, then I'll take it every Thursday. You know, my parents don't need to care about whether or not I do that because I treat myself as well. I treat myself as if I was taking care of somebody else. What would I want somebody else to do? Would I want them to work out? Would I want them to take care of their health or eat right? Yeah, I mean, I would definitely, you know, if I was taking care of somebody else, then I would be telling them, if you're not feeling well, you need to go to the doctor, you need to take these meds every day. That's how we take care of other people, but it's not always how we take care of ourselves. And having that perspective could go a really long way in terms of changing the things in your life that, that maybe are creating this chaos that you don't really want to deal with. So... Anyways, getting off topic again, <laughs> but yeah, let's apply this to most things, whether it's work or fitness, um, you know, you learn a new instrument, new skill, it's all about small rewards, and, uh, and you can kind of build a trajectory of, of positivity over time, and I kind of, I see this all the time with people at work, uh, there's usually like an older guy that kind of stopped advancing in his career because he lost motivation or whatever, but to me, it's not that motivation was the issue it's it's uh it's momentum and like if they still had drive or passion or ambition or financial goals or whatever like they they might pursue a higher paying or more intrinsically satisfying satisfying career or even you know pursue higher paying jobs within their own department but like they stop and they kind of become this cynical person who doesn't really you know say anything positive but it's like that with fitness um the wrong mindset, you know, they've been overweight for a long time and they think it's just the way it's supposed to be and and uh, Here's the thing. Here's the thing about having that mindset. All right So like I said, my grandpa just passed away and I reflect on some of the lessons that he taught me and, and I kind of try to apply that in my life, you know moving forward it's less about It's less about like when you look at a fitness person in a, in a magazine you say hey, I want to look like that. It's like no, I want other people to look at me and I want them to want to look like me. It sounds really like, I don't know, conceited or whatever, but, but the point I'm trying to make is when you have that change of mindset that you, you can kind of uh, modify your thinking, then you're more likely to take action. So one of the lessons that my grandpa left me with was, uh, was, was don't be a victim, you know, and, and thinking back on it, he used to say, uh, he used to, <laughs> he used to tell me, like, 
if I, if I was complaining about something small, obviously I was a kid when he would bring it up, but he'd be like, aw, do you need a hug? Do you need a cookie? You know, aw. And it's like, when somebody says that, it's like the first thing you think of is like, why are you being so condescending? Like, you don't need to be like that. But it's, you know, he always said it in a way that would make you smile. And like, there was something about like having a bad day and having to be like, aw, do you, do you need me to help you out? <laughs> but it's, it's one of those things, your instant reaction is to get like mad when somebody says that. But you know that you, as a person, you don't want to be treated yourself like a victim. But in reality, you wouldn't be complaining about something simple or something small or something that adds up in your life, something negative. If you weren't treating yourself like a victim, like, are you trying to get this reaction from people, even if it's not a, like, quote-unquote condescending one? I feel like it's something that we should think about. Like, don't treat yourself like a victim. Don't hold on to these little things that, that could just go to the wayside in terms of whether or not it's bothering you. Um, yeah, so, if, if you're having a bad day, just think of... I, I just think of him saying, are you going to let that ruin your day? Like, <laughs> like yeah, he, he said that. Um, but if you're treating yourself like a victim, then the reality is, is that you're lying to yourself and you're, you're lying to yourself because you can't distinguish between real reasons why you can't do something and reasons that you came up with that sound reasonable that prevent you from doing something. Like, are you coming up with this excuse so that you don't have to do something? Are you saying, oh, but I got to do this today, and and so that, you know, that's going to take up too much time, and I can't work out, or I can't prep my meals, or whatever. Like, sometimes those are real reasons, but sometimes when we think about it to ourselves, we give ourselves that outlet, that avenue to take, that allows us to think about what else could we be doing. And the real reason why I'm bringing this up is because I... You know, there's a big difference between working really hard and feeling like you're working hard and running in place on a treadmill. Because when you're running in place, you're not moving forward. You know, um, it's about taking these actionable steps that actually make you want to do something. Something positive, something that changes your position in terms of your, your life. You know, you can't run a business where you've got one guy who's working hard and 20 other people who aren't working hard you know that one guy even though they're working hard they end up taking on the work of all the other people but they're spread so thin the reality is is that one person should try to get other people to work as hard as he is and then he wouldn't have to work hard at all which it sounds really simple when you say it like that but it goes back to everything moving in the same direction. When you're trying to lose weight, you've got to get, you've got to figure out what's wrong. Obviously, diet's a huge part of that, and that's why I spend so much time on this podcast talking about diet. But if you're looking at somebody who's got maybe the dream body or however you want to look, chances are they've got more muscle than fat. So what I'm trying to get you to do is build more muscle. For no other reason than to try to have more muscle than fat, right? Um, obviously, you won't be able to change your height or anything like that, but I mean, it's worth it to try, right? Like, just changing your body composition, having more muscle than fat is, 
it's going to change your metabolism as well. And I'm sure I've touched on this multiple times, but I mean, it's the difference between being able to eat what you want and not like if you're always dieting, you're always stressed out. Right. So finding that balance between a strict diet or even a flexible diet, you know, it, it's, it's useful in terms of trying to stay in a place where you feel confident as a person, which also lowers stress. Right. So anyways, here's where I want you to work on yourself. I want you to identify your bad habits and then go back to your childhood, uh, way back to these events that made you develop these bad habits and consciously be aware of why you do these things. This is, this is like the very first step to changing your response or your mindset or making a stressful situation not stressful, but actually a positive experience when it comes to um, just making sure that you make your adjustments and, and start your momentum in a positive direction. So you've got a, a point to where the challenge of being successful becomes fun and then challenging your body and challenging your work ethic and discipline eventually it becomes rewarding to you so but yeah anyway i just wanted to bring this up and you know i i think it's important to to really think about the things that are stressful in your life where's the chaos coming from and and how is how could this be holding me back and the next podcast that i come up with i already made the notes for it but i really wanted to get this in there based off of obviously my life events and and where everything is coming from right now I really wanted to, to throw this out there, but my next podcast is going to be, I'll be identifying a lot of things that could be maybe something that you won't be thinking about and how to change those things so that everything kind of moves in the right direction. So obviously I identified things like addiction, stress, diet, motivation, lack of sleep or whatever. So, but yeah, uh, hopefully I'll get another guest on the podcast here pretty soon. I've got a couple plans to try to force people on by bringing my microphone to work and talking to some of the people at work that I wanted to, to get on here. But anyway, that was my mindset podcast. And I think that moving forward, we're, we're all going to be better people for taking care of things in our life that are really chaotic. Even if it's just like the only thing you get out of it is, you know, a week of not having to do laundry because you did it all. <laughs> like that whole week is going to be less stressful for you. So if you've got a really dirty house, you could start there. If you've got shitty relationships, you know, with your family members, it's good to identify those and then try to repair those things, especially if they weigh heavily on your mind. Um, those are the sort of things that people don't think about when it comes to weight loss. Like, is stress my biggest thing holding me back? And it could be. Uh, just just something to think about guys anyway that was chicken and rice radio find me on instagram at the trainer tevin and facebook at the trainer tevin go ahead and shoot me an email if you have any questions uh i would love to do another q a episode because that one was one of my favorite episodes that i've done so far uh, even though i had to pull from you know way back and and other people who didn't really ask questions <laughs> but uh but yeah uh, if you have any questions go go ahead and shoot me a message a message on uh, Facebook Messenger. I'm also available on there at the Trainer Tevin Facebook page, and uh, and my email is the Trainer Tevin at gmail.com. So, anyway, that was Chicken and Rice Radio, and I hope you guys have a nice day. It's just ordinary blokes.